0: Melanie O'Loughlin from Lamplight Books is with us. Good morning. Morning, Ata um, False advertising earlier, it's <laughs> not an Anne Enright, although latest Anne Enright is The Wren The Wren, and you are welcome, listeners, to listen back to my interview with her just a few short weeks ago. Just put her name into the search bar on the 9 to Noon webpage. You have been reading Melanie no, I'm going to I've say been... this, Sherry, Cherry, Sherry, Cherie Sherry, 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 I think, by I Joanne Beard.
1: Yeah, maybe. I've kind of been saying Sherry. She's a Midwesterner, so. Um, There's
0: no E on it, though.
1: No, there is. As an Sher- aside,
0: I remember reading Silence of the Lands and the protagonist in it the whole way through, as far as I was concerned. Well, perhaps not the protagonist. We know who that was. Um, <laughs> it was Clarice. And then when I saw the movie and it was Clarice, I was quite thrown. Yeah. These things matter. Anyway, carry they
1: on. do. All right. So Sherry. Right. It's about the journey that none of us wants to take. It's described as someone saying goodbye to their own life, and it's part essay, part memoir, part novella. And I'm going to jump right in with a quote, because I really think this um, situates um, us really well. She does it best. It starts with uh, Sherry, and her, Sherry and her daughter Sarah. The phone was for you. Sherry nudges a cat away from her hip, making room, and Sarah climbs in bed beside her. It's a slumber party, minus the fun. She was awake. She could have taken the call. He said you should rest, Sarah answers. Who said? Besides terminal and cancer, there are no more final-sounding words in the English language than Jack Kerborkian. That's who. And then... Despite themselves, they are starstruck for a moment at the idea of the spry ghoul from the evening news picking up his phone in Michigan and dialing Cherie's little house in Iowa. So, um, as you will have gathered, Cherie Trimble was a real person with terminal cancer and in 1997 she died with assistance from Dr. Kavokian. The author Joanne Beard knew um, Sherry's daughter through a friend of a friend, and from there she slowly started interviewing their family and friends. So the external details, um, such as places and events, are as accurate as possible. Are as accurate as possible, but the thoughts and feelings of Sherry are made up. And as you can hear from that expert, it's astonishing craft. She weaves a story that swings from tragic to the wondrous in almost every single sentence. And she, I feel that this book um, does justice to a life and a death, um, because Jerry is is the most ordinary woman and yet the most incredible woman. Um, the book begins when she's in her mid forties. She has two grown daughters, and her breast cancer is now spread to the lymph system. And Sherry's people are Midwesterners and their fierce humanity is really on show and it's in quite a kind of a phlegmatic New Zealand kind of way. Um, and her daughters are back, have come back home crowding their personalities into the tiny house and taking nightly turns to head out to the local bar and play pool or loll about watching television eating chocolate. She's got a childhood friend, Linda, a nurse, and Linda's husband, Wayne, and they are stoic supporters. And there's such precision in the telling, such a joint placing of the important information. It comes in at a mere 18,000 words, but the immediacy of it all, the detail, um, you know, little things like Linda somehow procuring extra oxygen tanks as they drive to her final appointment, it's heartbreaking and it's true. But then... Joanne Beard, she breaks up this intensity, um, switching back and forth um, from what's thought of as Sherry's last normal afternoon, with her hurrying across town to her routine mammogram, and her head is filled up with where the hell has she last seen her credit card? The findings of the X-ray still unknown, and then throughout all this, just rising up, are all these unbidden memories just Pushing on in her bare um, feet on dusty roads, and her first husband shirtless in a patch of tomatoes, a joint behind his ear, Um, and her beloved job as an Amtrak ticket conductor. It's just teeming with the everyday, and it's framed in lush, precise sentences. And that's the wonder of it. You just fall in love with this group of people grappling with something so huge. And um, on to the end. Dr. Kavalkian, some of you may remember, he was a real household name at that time. He was almost like a bogeyman. He was a champion of assisted dying, and he was tried for murder four times in the United States. So reading this account, and I want to stress that this account is only one small side of his larger connection with the assisted dying community. But reading it is a really unique window. And you're just stunned at the bravery of, of Sherry and because um, she continues on with this choice and the care and the kindness shown and the terror and the monstrous pain. And absolutely none of it is what you think and all of it is like reading something you yourself are going through. And in um, Enright, she wrote a piece that declared you should just read her and not look away. And, I mean, I agree. Why not read about this universal experience? Um, it sits really well alongside Simone de Beauvoir's "A Very Easy Death," which she wrote about the him, caring for her mother and her mother's decline from dementia, and also I thought, thought um, Julian Barnes' "Searing Levels of Life," and of course always Joan Didion's "Year of Magical Thinking." It's you could reread it every year. Um, yeah, I mean, and the descriptions, like she calls the glamorous phase the way grief sharpens our attention to beauty, you know, an orange on a blue plate, an iris in the kitchen soil, and her luscious stay in, in a Mexican treatment centre and the pool and the warmth. And then she puts it alongside the patients with wigs and the shocking weight loss and the silent family members hovering nearby with wheelchairs and towelettes. It's There's just miles and miles of grace and dignity on show here. It's the absolute opposite of tawdry. I really loved it.
0: Thanks very much for the review. Uh, Melanie Lough- O'Loughlin from Lamplight Books has reviewed Sherry by Joanne Beard, published by Serpent's Tale. It is uh, $25 the price.